In 1908, the community of Dahmer, in rural West Virginia, was tasked with writing a Christmas carol about how great the state was. That song was 45 minutes long and consisted of 28 stanzas. This is the spoken word version of that song. I want to see how, how high the register of my voice goes. How's everything going, guys? Right, I'm just going to the whole podcast in this voice. How are we doing? Welcome to West, my pod. I'm doing, I'm doing a weird voice. How are we doing? Uh, there's nothing wrong with your audio. We're doing this manually with our voices. There's no modulation involved. Welcome to West by God, oh. your weekly off oh, shoot. Welcome to West by Pod, your weekly. No, no I'm on another. Sounds like you're the right steering wheel. You veer it right. No. Welcome to West by Pod. Boom, boom, boom. A show about West Virginia, kind of. Movie, sort of. Movie, sort of. Squirrels, for the most part. Uh, there's some squirrels in this episode. Yes. Time, and tra time traveling. Yeah, time traveling squirrels. Time traveling squirrels. That teach you things. And um, Christmas movies. Mm -hmm. uh, no, no, no. Is there a common thread there? Spoilers, there isn't. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. So I'll have you know that tonight I am skipping another play practice. Holy crap. I know. I called him and I said, I will try to be there tonight, which I, 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 I don't think I'm going to make it. But... It's funny I said holy crap for a church. Party. Yeah. Holy Toledo. Holy Toledo. Yes. Nowhere near the place. Yeah. No, no. It was funny because I, I, they, three people from the play called me today. It's like, are you going to be there tonight? Oh, I'm going to try. I'm going to try my best. <laughs> Do you have a lead part? No. It's very oh, That's good. Yeah. It's a bit part. Yeah, it's a bit part. And and, and said it because I think the play's in like three weeks. And I'm like, yeah, we'll be ready. No worries. Uh, and so I'll, I'll probably read it tonight and try to get the stuff memorized. Are you uh, Cousin Eddie? I am Cousin Eddie. That would make for a great, um, a great show. <laughs> Well, it's funny because it's not the cousin Eddie from those other. Uh, uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Manger's full. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that is where. Manger's full. The cow uh, material goes. Yes. Or mule, I guess, in this case. Yes, yes. Uh, no. Camel. <laughs> but no, it, it's kind of one of those things where I just was like, yeah, I'll bow. But literally, my character really is cousin Eddie. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you you are. I wish I was. I wish I was making that so, up. So you're you're just holding out until National Lampoon slaps Call you up with, up with a cease and desist. Yes, I'll show up and I'll wear a. I'll be smoking a cigar on stage and wearing uh, one of those uh, hats like he had, and I'll start talking about my a part. I love that movie. That I, honestly, there's many movies that I consider like okay, now it's Christmas, and that's that one movie. Right? All right, let's talk about that. Yeah, well, expand on that. Well, well, you know, so for me, I'm one of these type of people where I'm like, I, I, I love Christmas, but on my terms, if that makes any sense. No, that makes sense. No. Nope. Because, you know, it's, it's based on what, you know, it sounds selfish to say it that way. It's based on what you want to do. Exactly. You know, you don't want the traditions of the past to infringe upon what you desire in your current state. Exactly. Well, yeah, yeah. And so it's interesting because, uh. This year, I'm actually bending a little bit because if I had my way, I put up my decorations the day before Christmas and right. take it down like three weeks after Christmas because I'm late. Same. Yeah. Yeah. 
And yeah, be, for me, yeah, for me, there'll be up longer after Christmas yes. than before Christmas. Yes. Unless I really like, I want to get Christmas out of here. And, yes. and then like, I'll I'll take them down Christmas evening. <laughs> like, yes. Christmas is over. Yes. I'm I'm the same way. It's it's it's, it's 8 p.m. on Christmas. But done. Now, but now I have a five year old, and that all changed. So now, like like Marion wanted to start putting up Christmas decorations this past weekend, and I was like, no 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 no, we are we are waiting. And Martha's like, we'll just, we'll do it next week. And I was like, fine. I am not putting up anything until we're at least in December. I actually got that coming down the road. Yes. Like she, the whole way she's like, can, can we, can we put yep. the Christmas decorations when we yep. get home? Yep. And she didn't go to school today. So that, that couldn't even like transfer over to her. That, those are two independent thoughts right there. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. And Unless that's... they've been talking about since like before Thanksgiving. No, oh, who knows? There are certain people I know who decorate for Christmas before even Thanksgiving starts up. And I'm just like, why Why do people like this exist? Because this is killing me. I don't know. Like Christmas movies coming out. Like the Grinch movie has been out how many weeks now? Like three or four weeks yeah. now? And it's not doing well. I mean, it's doing, it did okay. Yeah. Well, I, I think what they're going for is a steady pace. Yes. And I guess it's doing that. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's not going to do great, but it's going to it's going to stay, stay plateaued the whole yes. way across. Until you get pretty much past Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, and that, Christmas and boom, and then, little yeah. little spark at the end. Yeah, and I, I see that happening and stuff like that. So Marion really wants to go see it, and I'm all for it. And so, so I was hoping I can kind of get out of her system. So last night I put on the live animation, The Grinch. Oh, the Jim Carrey one? one. Yeah. Okay. And that is a horrible movie. I have never seen it. That is one of those. I saw that like. My junior year in high school, and I wasn't like you know this is the Citizen Kane of our generation, right. but I remember just coming out of the theater going, "Well, that was a cute it's movie." It's like a hairy mask. Yeah. Smoking. Yeah. Christmas yeah. yeah. And and I remember laughing at some of the jokes and thinking that was funny and stuff like that. And I watch it now, and all the jokes and all the comedy are really dated, and right. and. Like and and I, I and it's and I dare say this is my kind of should be unpopular opinion, but I dare dare I say this, but Jim Carrey is really trying in this movie to make you laugh. Well, when you look back over Jim Carrey's uh, filmography, yeah. um, you, in this day and age, you begin to realize that he was really uh, yes, he's really trying to make us laugh. He, yes, he was. It, really it took every trying. inch of his being to pull that off. Yes. And um, and there's certain movies that is it works great with, and then there's certain movies like this where you go back and you watch and you're just like, ah. And and the one that I really liked was uh, Dumb and Dumber. That is one yeah. of those movies you can watch over. But what's great about that movie? It's not because of Jim Carrey. It's everyone in that movie. Everyone's on point. And and I think Jeff Daniels is so dumb in that movie that it yeah. counters his, his silliness of the other characters. Exactly. I also feel that way with Ace Ventura, the first one. Yes. The, uh, the second one I didn't care for so much. Yeah, yeah. and I just remember, mm. yeah, it's it's that kind of stuff, you know. But uh, Anyways, let, let's, let's uh, pivot back to sure. uh, Christmas movies. Okay. So if, if you had to pick a top three. Christmas movies? Is, yeah, like the Christmas movies that get you going. Like you see it and you're like, yeah, it's Christmas. It's Christmas time? Okay. Merry Christmas. I've got... I've got my three. Mm, that's a tough one, actually. Okay, I got my three. My three. It's a weird list. You already mentioned one, and I think I can guess the second. Third is a wild card. Okay. So, so you said National Lampoon. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation is up there. All right. The next one, Elf. Yep, that's what I was going to guess. And I don't know why. And that's another one of those ones where 
you know, you think after some time, the Will Ferrell jokes will get dated, and it gets funnier as I watch that. I tell one. you, I, I, I'm indifferent to that one. Really? Okay. And, and because, See, Martha is too. Because I think it's because I watched. I was old enough by the time I watched it, I was already in that grinching stage of life. Uh, and, See, and so I wonder I was, if that's what it is. I was like, this, this is stupid. Yeah, no. Nah, See, I, I, I think L for me is I love a movie that makes fun of Christmas and celebrates Christmas at the same time, like uh, Christmas Vacation. It makes fun of the entire Christmas holiday itself, the whole time, yeah. from ridiculousness of the big house, from him getting the bonus, all the way up to the Jelly of the Month Club, just so stupid. Right. The families, how everyone knows how it's like when your family comes in and you're just like, I am ready to shoot myself after a while because you just got family that do that to you. Right. To the point at the end where he actually pulls it off and he has a good Christmas. And then fa- and, and that's the part that like, I love about the Christmas vacation. And that is one of those movies you watch it and every time it's like Airplane or one of these classic comedies. You watch them and sure enough, you'll see something you never saw before. Yeah, and you're exactly. like, ah, oh, and he knows that. Well, I, I didn't see Christmas Vacation in its entirety until uh, this summer. Really? Yeah, we, we when... had it at the drive-in. <laughs> um, and that's why I was, because they pitched that, did it to me. And I was like, yeah, that's great. We should do that. Yeah. And, you know, it, it was fun. You know, we, we were probably not in, like, the big enough crowd to you know, bring out the... Uh, the, the people who want to see it? Yeah, the, 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 the cult classic followers. Yes. Um, Yes. But uh, it, was a, it was a good turnout, and, and a lot of people dressed up, and that was that was pretty hilarious. As long as that happened, that's fine. Yeah, it was, it was good stuff. So if I had to pick a three, my, mine's gonna be where this shows you like where where the line was as far as like. I'll what, give you my last one. Actually, go. Okay. I'm sorry, I didn't do your third. No, one. go ahead. I go forgot. Ahead. Um, next, my my third one's gonna blow your mind. Okay. All right, so so oh, mine are gonna be weird. Okay, you ready? Cool. Like I said, because there's a line there when like loving Christmas and like indifferent to Christmas, and then just like yeah, Christmas, mm-hmm. which I guess is the same thing. All right, so number one, this is a groaner. It's a Wonderful Life. Okay, I've never um, seen that movie all the way through. Um, yeah, my my mom at one time because she's she's not really a movie buff, but she's a classic movie buff. Mm-hmm. So at some point, she's like, "Oh, this is on. You have to watch it." Mm-hmm. And so I watched it, and like the whole way through, I'm like, "Okay." And then he like hits the end. I'm like, Angel gets his wings. Oh. He got there. You know. Yeah. Uh, I was probably seven or eight. Yeah, but it's a good point. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. And it's so weird because it's about a guy trying to commit suicide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. On Christmas. On yeah. Christmas. With, with a big family. With a big family. I'm yeah. sitting there going, well, that's messed up. But good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it is. In retrospect, you think about it, you're like, yeah, that is a... Uh, it's kind of a downer. Yeah, pretty... It's kind of a jerk move for him in the yeah. end. Yeah. All right, so number two, um, also you know a, a pretty good standard is a Christmas story. Okay. Which I only ever like we used to watch it in like the build up to Christmas, mm-hmm. and and I loved it because of that because the movie is about a build up till Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I only ever see Christmas Day, and I feel like it's you know it's that twenty four hour TBS like marathon, marathon that, that they, they always that, have to do that they I, mean, I imagine it makes them like a billion dollars too oh, I'm sure it's the only reason anybody stays on TBS for an entire day yep. I'm sure and TNT they extended it to TNT as well. oh, is that right yeah, oh, which always cracked me up so you have two channels of it now well uh, it's funny it, because the movie's a two hour movie right 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 so they purposely start it, the movies uh, opposite each other. So this one starts at two, the t- the TNT uh, one starts at three. So every hour, you staggered them. You can watch the nice. start or end of your Christmas movie. Nice. So, yeah. Okay. You want my thoughts on Christmas story? 
I hate Christmas Story. Yeah. And you know why I hate Christmas Story? Because it's too real. Yeah. And and that's the part that it be. And I think, and this is my pet peeve, and that's why I think so many people love it, is because when I watch that and I get so I get anxiety, especially when no. he's like trying to get the BB gun and. What? Well, yeah. Well, and. I think part of the reason I liked it, and it goes back to that real thing, is is when he beats the shit out of that bullet. Yeah! Because at, at that period of my life, I was being bullied, and I'm like, yeah! yeah. Get him, get him! Yeah. He made him bleed, he's yeah. bleeding! Yeah! Yeah! Yeah, so that was empowering to me, I guess. I, and I was always kind of like the, you know, I was always the gentle giant, as one would say. Right. And what always cracks me up is, I, I've been there too. I've been... Kids half my size picking and bullying yeah. on me because I, I wouldn't say anything. I was all shy and all this kind of stuff. And I remember the same thing. One day you sit there and you just, you're tired of it. And you snap and you proceed very easily, turns out, to beat the crap out of someone. And I'm like, I'm like in fourth or fifth grade right. or whatever. But I remember That's beating. time frame. Yeah. I remember beating the crap out of this poor kid that was from the navy base and after beating the crap out of this kid like dragging himself along the concrete just like like i broke his back or something uh, oh god and i just i just kicked him a couple of times but you know that was my point and it's just kind of funny so when i watch like the, the christmas story and see him getting down and just start cussing and beating the crap out of the kid i'm like oh god this brings back up <laughs> Right here. And that's the thing. That's, that's or him with his brother. You know, I, yeah. I have a sister, and I, we used to fight like that all the time. Or just the letdown of like a marketing campaign. Like you're like, oh my god, I can't wait to see what this is. Yeah, and then and you then, go yeah. into it, and you realize it's just crap. Yep. And you're just like, yeah, there, there is a lot of real things in that movie. Yes. And, and like I said, that, that's the problem I have with it now is because the the whole point of the movie is the anticipation for Christmas. Yeah. So if you're playing that movie on Christmas Day, that lets all of the air out of like an hour and 55 minutes of that movie. Yep. So, and, and that's why I still watch it, but I uh, don't enjoy it as much as I used to. <laughs> so I, I struggle for number three. Okay. Uh, we're on to number threes now, our, our shockers. Okay. Do you well, want to go first? I'll go first. Go first on your shocker. My shocker, and it's one a lot of people haven't seen. It's, it's what you will consider, I would think, a B movie. All right. All right, and it's one that every Christmas I have to watch it, and it's so bad, but so good to me only. And that is Ernest Saves Christmas. Is that what yours is? That's what mine was. <laughs> I love that. I don't know why, but I love that movie. And I, and I, I all my life I say, I've said so many quotes from that movie. And uh, for for example, he says laser hosen instead of hoser uh, laser. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so all my time, I'm like, uh, you know, he's got laser hosen. And someone will be always like correcting me. He goes, it's not how you say that. And I go, it's how Ernest says it in that movie. Or my favorite quote of that thing is, uh, it's not what you know. It's not who you know, but what you know. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's something about it, like I hadn't, like I saw it as a kid and loved it. And of course, I loved all the Ernest movies as a kid. And I hadn't seen it for maybe 20 years or something mm -hmm. like that. And I, I saw it, I think it was on Netflix maybe. I saw mm -hmm. it last, probably sometime in the past year. Mm -hmm. And I watched it thinking like, this, this is not going to age well. This is going to be like horrible. 
and I watched the whole thing. I was like, no, this is still as good as I remember it. Yes. It, 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 I mean, it's, it's goofy in places, yes. but it was goofy back then. Yes. It was what I expected mm-hmm. in the places I expected it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, overall, the, the movie is pretty good. It's probably not my favorite, Ernest, but uh, it's, it's, it's number three for my Christmas movies. But it's funny because it deals with a lot of grown-up issues. If you, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you know, whoever listens to this has seen Ernest Saves Christmas, but literally, Ernest is a secondary character in the whole movie. Like he is the most of Yeah, he is movies. the most of them, yeah. Yeah, he just happens to be the guy who saves the day. He, he's the, the uh, idiot, yeah, the hero idiot savant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But the real interesting characters, the main characters, are actually Father Christmas. Yeah. And him trying to find a replacement. Yeah. And that whole story of him literally taking a good guy. And it wasn't Ernest. Spoilers. And spoilers, it wasn't Ernest. It was him finding this guy who's a good guy. And then the other character that's really interesting is the runaway. The, yeah. the kid who's the runaway. And I remember watching that and not getting why that was super serious, but understand that was that was kind of a big deal. And then when you watch it as an adult, and that girl playing that is clearly 16 years old. It's really playing that play. Right. So you buy it. You yeah. buy this as a 15, 16-year-old who's run away from home, who's changed her name, and in the early 80s, it was much easier to get away with that than what it is. In fact, yeah. I, you know, I, whenever I flew in, whenever I went down to Orlando this past Christmas, my first thought was, <laughs> I was like, I'm right where Ernest starts off his movie. Because, yeah, That's it's right. so sad to say that, but it's yeah. very true. But Ernest, and you know what the other part? that surprisingly cracks me up to this day the package guys at the airport yeah and those are the ones that are goofy yes that I mentioned goofy and and I expected them to be goofy and they were so goofy yes. I'm like okay I'll, I'll love you for being goofy because their reaction to things is, is, is over the top but yep. that's what makes it, it it wouldn't be the same if they weren't over the top about it well I'll show you I'll show you my nerdism to to Ernest Saves Christmas. Right. So a long time ago, we'll say probably in the mid nineties, I copied a VH cop I got a VH copy of Ernest Saves Christmas. Alright. And I watched it. There was there was there was a couple movies I had to always watch. Like I said, Ernest Saves Christmas one of them. You can't find it anywhere. So I treat right. this thing like gold every year. I bring it out <laughs> and put it in. And it, it was uh, it's like raising the arc out of the thing. Yes, and like uh, yeah. <laughs> the light strand. But anyways, um and, I then remember, we, and then we all melt. And then we all melt and guys come out. Yeah. Me and Martha sit there, close your eyes, close <laughs> your eyes. But uh, and no all, so, and all Nazis go away. And all the Nazis <laughs> solves all the problems. All the Nazis <laughs> are then gone. But what ends up happening is Slice spoilers. Um, we can offend a lot of people. Thirty-seven-year-old movies. <laughs> spoilers. But um, damn, that is thirty-seven years old. Anyways, anyways, uh, it's a month older than me. That's how I know. Oh, wow. It's so good, though. It's so good. But um, but in the thing, you watch it, and it would have lines like running through the video because the uh, video yeah. set was that old. And I remember I watched it, and my sister, and this tells you, my sister started a teaching at the at the middle school and was doing these Christmas plays. And she won, and she, she tasked, she goes, Jason, I've got all these kids from kindergarten to six years old, and i got to keep them entertained and quiet while the, each of the parts are going on. Do you have something that I can play? And I'm like, I've got the perfect thing I that all, that all kids of all ages would love. And by God, I put on Ernest Saves Christmas, and every class, they all laughed at something different. But I remember the first graders loving the package guys, especially yeah. when the guy dropped the package and the guy walked up, all right, uh, all right, Bobby, breaks over and <laughs> drops the package back down. 
the first graders laughing like crazy yeah. but that's just one of those things and then thank god I, I think Suzanne lost the tape on me and I was finally able to buy it on DVD there you go. justification yeah I think yeah. I have it now on the iTunes it's one of my first purchases on iTunes nice. when iTunes came out nice. so when I watched it the last time I did something that was kind of morbid What's which that? is the thing I tend to do with Christmas movies sure, or, sure. or movies that involve Santa Claus okay I went to IMDB and googled when Santa Claus died yes <laughs> I do that too because I'm like there, there's you know any, any Santa that appears in the movie basically has like 20 more years to live yes. and I was like this, this movie's older than 20 years he probably died sometime in like early 2000s and I think I was right if, if I remember okay there's one Santa that has disproven that theory you ready for this one alright see it's so weird I've actually done this too the Santa from 30, American 34th Street, the newest one. The, okay, yeah. He did it in the early 90s. I and he that. just died like a year or All two right. ago. In fact, he died about the same time Jurassic World came out. So whenever that came out, 2015. Okay. Was that was he John Hammond? He was John Hammond. Okay, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. the weird part, too, because that's why he couldn't get John Hammond to be in that one right there. And I just remember going, oh, that's weird. We spared no expense. <laughs> yeah, but you're right. You start looking, and I've seen that. Um, I've seen that guy play Santa in other shows and stuff like yeah, that. He would make a good Santa. He should have been Santa in Jurassic Park. That would have made it more interesting. There you go. There you go. But I found these in the North Pole encased in the ice. <laughs> also, is. Captain America for some reason. <laughs> but we will have to wait 15 years before that will take its appreciation <laughs> on. So, yes. Yes. But, no, I, I agree with you. I, you know what else I do? I go, and this is a bad thing I do, too. You try to see where an actor dies. I try to see where an actor career dies. Because oh. I go look at all these B actors. Yeah. For example, the girl. I'm like, what is she doing now? Did she make it? And I just don't recognize her. Oh, no, I, I did do that too. It's just not as interesting, I think. Oh, I do. And I, like, like I'll start looking. I'm like, okay, so she did that, that, a bunch of TV movies. And looks like 94 was cut off for her. And nothing beyond like 94. Because I'm partly curious if there's like a unified Santa death theory. Like if you appear a Santa in a movie, how long, how much longer do you have to live? And is there a consistent formula that you can follow? I feel bad for Kurt Russell since he just played Santa. Oh man, we're gonna lose Kurt Russell. I know, here in about a year or so. Oh. Yeah, so I guess so, or at least the next ten years or so. Snake. 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 <laughs> that works on several different levels. Yes. He's not escaping from life. So we kind of yeah, fell down a movie rabbit hole. Yeah, sorry about that. I'll so, let uh, on the let's, let's do something West Virginia. Okay, cool. Let's talk about squirrels. Okay. So squirrels are little critters. They yes. Got, they got more tail than they do body. Yes, yes. And this time of year, um, they like to hang out in the road. Yes, yes. And uh, which which is you know great and all, except there's also leaves that uh, hang out in the road because they're coming off the trees. Sure, sure, sure. So I like to play a fun game on my way to work called Leaf or Squirrel, where I try to guess what is dirty across the road is a leaf or a squirrel. And um, Mike, two questions immediately come to mind. All right. Says. One, how early are you going to work? Like it's sun up or... or uh, is it a little, like, little dark like, outside? Like, like 7.38. Okay, okay. And secondly, do you need glasses? <laughs> If you see something at a distance coming, sure, sure. I mean, I mean, yes, I probably do need glasses, <laughs> or, 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 to, or to update my prescription. Okay, okay. But you, you know, when you're driving and you're, you're you're listening to your podcasts and you know reading your your books and drinking your Starbucks, yeah, you, you, you see something go across the road at the distance, you're like, should I slow down for that? 
And there's been many times where I, I've thought leaf and it has been squirrel. It has been squirrel. And those squirrels get immediately turned to leaves. I immediately, whenever it comes to leaf or squirrel, and, and I'm glad my my wonderful fiance is not here to hear me say this, but I immediately call back to that one car commercial where those squirrels yeah. out there dancing in the road, the person swerves off, wrecks the car, and it's, then the two squirrels give each other high fives and run away. I think it's a guy commercial. Yeah, this, this podcast is sponsored by Geico. <laughs> But that's why I say what I think. I'm like, oh, those squirrels aren't going to get me. Ba-boom. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how it is. And yeah, I, I don't let them wreck me. I, don't. I, I, have, I have a very specific rule for squirrels. If you're a squirrel and not pretending to be a leaf, not masquerading as a leaf, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you dart across the road, I will break for you. <laughs> because you're making a clear decision. You want to cross this road, and you're going to do it by going into a straight line. Yes. Squirrels that, that go part way decide, oh, no, I don't want to do this. I, I, I made a horrible mistake and dart back and then say, oh, no, I actually I probably could have made it. Um, I don't have any kind of sympathy for those squirrels. I am convinced those are a set of squirrels that have uh, a death wish, as one does, as, as squirrels do, of course. And I feel like they are just trying to you know, end their life for the smarter, more, better squirrels in this world. And that's kind of the point I want to make, is that I think I've proven evolution. By squirrels? Because, yeah, via squirrels, because I am weeding out the dumb ones. <laughs> and so what, what evolution does is you kill off all the, the dumb squirrels, sure. and what is left is an army of super smart mutant squirrels. That are going to be able to get around your traffic. <laughs> in, in your face, Darwin. <laughs> I didn't need to go to the Galapagos to figure this out. That's right. I just killed a bunch of squirrels that were um, indecisive. I wish I had something clever to add to that, but yeah, no, I know. I, I think evolution's kind of you know, self-explanatory. Well, I had a person who wanted to argue evolution with me all the time, and I, and I keep on trying to say to him, I was like, you've learned from your mistakes, right? And they're like, sorry. Well, when the squirrel uprising begins, you will <laughs> understand. <laughs> You don't need me to explain it to you. Let the squirrels. Let the squirrels explain it. When, when they develop vocal cords and can, you know. And opposable thumbs. Yeah, and yeah, they can write on the chalkboard. And <laughs> squirrely squirrel squirrel. Now we sound like, uh, yeah. oh crap, what's that movie? Uh, the Emperor's New Groove. Where the guy's like, yeah, you this... speak squirrel? Yeah. Squeaky, squeak, 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 squeak. Ah. Uh-huh. So, so in a roundabout way, weeding out the dumb squirrels will weed out the people as well. Mike, is this when we learn that you're really behind mass genocide? Yeah. Yeah, this is this is where the alternate timeline begins. <laughs> this is when the dark timeline. This, 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 this is when I realized this, that I was part of the dark timeline. This, yeah, this is when here Mike bursts through the door and kicks me in the teeth because <laughs> I, I started something dangerous. Or or we started a movement for our podcast. Or he's gonna kick me out of the chair and be like, "An angry fan and burn down your house because you told him he was dumb because of evolution." So, Flash, what are you doing here? Don't talk about this, Mike. Go back! That's true. I guess there were, if there was any ramifications, he would have been here by now. Uh, exactly, but no one's showing up yet. Okay. Yeah. Or, you know, time traveling does exist in the future as well. All right, so if time travel does exist, I'm going to come back to this exact moment. This is 6.51 p.m. Central Time. Okay, okay, all right. No, wait. Eastern Time. Listen to this, Mike. Future Mike. On November 26, 2018, we are located in Sugar Grove. Oh, shit. You got the latitude longitude. I got right the latitude longitude. So, so we're at latitude 38.5110. I'm not a cartographer, so don't don't tell me my form on this. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And longitude negative 79.3220. Yep. Come get us right now. Um, I talked too long. It's another minute. So far, no one's come through. Well, I have There's a confusing looking cat outside the door. I have not invented time travel.
So not me. Okay. Must be. If anyone else has invented time travel and listens to this podcast, um, same same answer. Um, another minute. Maybe they're afraid of the whole paradox thing, or you can't do that because then how can this recording go out if they come back and mess it up? Yeah, that's true. See? Well, I just want them to come in and be like, hey, I got your message. Yes. And I'm here. Or someone just like walk past the door, do a quick wave, and then they walk out of sight. Yeah. Wait, did you just see that? No, it was our reflection. Oh, uh, see, sorry. Oh. Uh, that's what I look like. Mm, okay. Good. All right. So thank, thank you for listening to us, for putting your ear holes up in our grill. <laughs> and uh, we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.